Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It's a podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies, and as always, a few surprises. I'm one of your hosts, DK. I'm Chris, your other host. Improve if you feel like it. Oh my god, we're yeah. doing this normal! Uh, we're back in the bat cave. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but it's the laboratory. The lab? Enter Eminem music? Yes. That you had to tell me what it was. <laughs> Uh yeah, it's really strange to be back. How long we've been gone? What two months or longer? Well, I mean, I think I think when we we've had all of our guests and and done remotely, it's been about two months. Oh my goodness, <laughs> seems like forever. <laughs> this is the way you do it. I know. This is how it's done. This is perfection. I don't mind doing it over Zoom or whatever, but this no. is uh, this is how you do it. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's been up? Nothing much. Uh, the normal. You, you know? had a birthday. And I had a birthday. Uh, yeah. I Ironically, about a yours. day apart. Yep. I, I'm the jerk here. Forgot about your birthday. <laughs> I walk in and there's a present for me here. Well, you know. I'm a real son of a gun. Well, that's probably because of other reasons, but you know. Well, maybe. I did order you something. It's on the way. Oh, okay. Calm down. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, what you been reading, watching doing a little bit of everything yeah. um there seems to be on you know because we're all just watching television mm-hmm. um seems to be a resurgent of older horror movies sign me up sign you know exactly I exactly uh watched a few with my daughter who's 14 uh, we the I, perfect age to be scared i know yes i rewatched hereditary oh wow so what a hard thing to do. <laughs> it's a great movie. Though. It is a great movie. It's you know, and I, it's been a while because I watched it in theater. Yeah, and then back I kinda, when you could go to a theater. I know. I miss it. Not too much longer. Hopefully, damn it. hopefully. Bring uh, me Tenet, please. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, there was a few parts that I forgot. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, that was. The part and and it's been out long enough, so whatever we say, spoil the hell out of it. The part where she's chasing her son into the attic. Oh yeah, and that moment she like is on the ceiling beating her head. Oh yeah, and then and then the the wire. Oh my god, the, 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 the sawing. Yeah, yeah, that's. You seen that movie called uh, Audition? I have not. I think I've mentioned it on the You've, show before. You, but yeah, but I haven't. There's seen another it yet. sawing scene that's uh, similar. Uh, watched, similarly gross. Watched uh, Midsummer. Oh, so you were on an Ari again. Aster kick is what yes, you were doing. Yes, yes. I haven't watched The Witch yet again, yeah. but uh, oh, what else did we watch? Well, that's a different director. Yeah, no, I know, but I mean, it's kind of that same Oh yeah, it is psychological yeah, 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 yeah. I, vein. It makes sense, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else did we watch? Try, now I'm completely lost on, we've watched like five <laughs> <laughs> over the last probably like three or four weeks. That's awesome. So there's been a lot on that we've... But yeah, it's it's a resurgent, and I think it's when we eventually get the the movies in the theaters, um, you know that psychological, you know, this elevated horror thing that's been going on. Yeah, that's the, really the a trend. elevated horror yeah. thing, and I like this better. I mean, don't get me wrong; give me a good slasher movie every sure. once in a while. Well, Halloween, we got Halloween Kills this year. Yes. And, and I'm and, beyond and that's excited good, for but Halloween Kills. We we went through a trend where it was nothing but gore. But gore. You know, that psychological horror we really missed out on for a while. It goes in cycles. Yes. I, I'm a huge uh Alfred Hitchcock fan. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to have that that gore to be 
I'm sure. really scared. Sure. Of, you know. You, I think they're both effective. Yeah. So I, I'm pleasantly surprised and pleased. Well, like in a movie like Hereditary, trendy. you do get a little bit of gore, but it's like right. It's like a real payoff when you get. It, yeah. When you I mean, finally it, get something. There, there was a doubt. I mean, even in Midsummer. Oh yeah. You oh, know? you're talking about gore. Yeah. yeah. There, you, but but it's it's almost understated. Well, a lot of it's shot it plays, from quite yeah. wide angles and right, right. So it's not you know the up close knife going through somebody's eyeball and, and you see them pull out the knife with yeah. the eye on it. You they're know, not trying of, to like yeah, it's not gore porn. Yeah, it's it, right. It's more like look how shocking this is. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's meant to shock you, and it's meant meant to shock the characters in the film. Right, right, right. And it more focuses on their reaction. That's more important than the act of. I think and so. I think that's yeah. you know I've always said what scares me most is not when you turn on the light the monster that's in the room, mm-hmm. but when you reach to turn on the light it's the hand that moves your hand to the light switch. That hand has good vision in the dark, <laughs> and they they know where you're at. I mean that's you know it's kind of that what M night. Started to, with the sixth sense. Yeah, that kind of mm-hmm. you know creep factor is what I like the best. Although I I was I've been rewatching Masters of Horror. You ever uh-huh. watch those? I have not. Okay. Uh, well, you know the concept. It's like a bunch of good horror directors. Right, 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 right. right. They basically get to make a mini movie. Uh, and I rewatched the John Carpenter one, Cigarette Burns. Uh huh. And there is a decapitation that caught me so off guard and i thought the effects were amazing i was just i, I was like whoa whoa <laughs> it really caught me off guard right. I, I really it was it was awesome so there's an example of like it can really work or sometimes well, and, it's, and it's when it's used for effect not when it's used for a consistent yeah i think that's what right and it i was, think that's the difference between what you called you know gore porn yeah and you know uh a gory horror movie yep because that, you know, I mean, it's like the little spots of like the the decaying head oh in God. Friday the 13th. Oh, the I thought ter- you were talking about hereditary. Well, yeah, that, that <laughs> oh too. That, the decaying body in the head, you know. Yeah. yeah those I think head- I found grandma in the attic. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, man. It gives me the chills just thinking about <laughs> And then oh, the end scene with grandma. Oh, yeah. She's back. And mom. Mm-hmm. And sister. The whole fam. Well, you know, in talking about hereditary... I think the 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 part that got me the most was the car accident. It's brutal, and it's because they're real. I mean, it's sort of realistic in some ways. And, and the aftermath that showed yeah. the head, well, you know, the girl's head. The whole thing is like a literal panic attack. Yeah. that the audience is feeling and the character is feeling, and it really portrays. I mean, sits with you for really a little gives while. that emotional. It's a punch. Yeah, it's a punch, and it's 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 a punch to the Jimmy. It's yes. not a it's right. not a gun punch. Yeah. It's a lower yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely right that movie is a punch so so good choices though so it's like i said we're we're building on the catalog of of her that's our awesome. experience so i uh we we watched um so okay we started watching the watchman tv show uh-huh which we got to watch three episodes before because it, it like randomly showed up on hulu and i never right. found out why because the hulu we have doesn't have HBO, you can you can add on HBO, right? But it right. doesn't. It was like a freebie. They gave you a freebie, right? And so I was like, well, I've been meaning to watch Watchmen for quite a while. I don't have HBO, so right. this is a good time. And I'm got I got like hooked. Uh-huh. It's incredible. Have you watched it? I haven't. Wow, I've only three episodes in, right? But I'm very familiar with the comic and the original right, movie, right, right. so I was like totally on board with you know everything that was happening, and I was like, this is wow, right? So then they. I logged in and then they t- took it off of Hulu. <laughs> so I, I mean to get back to it and we will get back to it. Right. 
but uh I was like, well, maybe just for now we can watch the movie because my wife was kind of like lost a little bit. Right. Like, she didn't really remember the specifics of the of the original story. Right, right. And I would rather her read the comic, but that won't happen. No. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so I was like, well, we could watch this movie. I forgot how long it was. Oh, yeah. Um, and my opinions on it have changed. I've I really, like, I used to really defend that movie. And it, it still has, it's, it's a massive feat. The fact that that movie exists and is halfway decent is amazing. Right. With the way that story works, come on. Yeah. But I, I really, like, I used to really, really like Rorschach. And now I find Rorschach to be, like, the worst. <laughs> He's the worst. I don't know, man. It's changed a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, Night Owl is now my favorite uh, character. Like, he's the most sensible, uh, right. relatable human in that movie. <laughs> and see, that's the thing. You know, I mean, you know, we talk about movies and stuff. Your opinion changes on your personal perspective. Oh, yeah. You know, you've grown up a little bit since, yep. you know, and you're thinking like, you know, oh, this guy, you know, that's the... I was the, the angsty the, young the man. Angst, the angst, yeah. the down with the, you know, this, yeah. and then... You later on in life experience, you're like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. Rorschach is a crazy person. real (laughs) world, you know, it's like. But his biggest offense, uh, (laughs) among many things, is eating those beans without cooking them. (laughs) That is the worst. (laughs) Rorschach, no. Nah, see, it would have been worse for me if it was a can of green beans on, on, I. I I would eat them raw. Oh, no. God, no. My brother was a wrestler in high school. And I cannot stand the smell of canned green beans oh. because that's all he would eat I love to make them. weight. Yeah. Uh, no, I, like I mean beans. canned green beans I or mean, fresh green beans. I, fresh, no, fresh and frozen. I'm fine with. Hmm. It's just I think it's just the, you know it's just that olfactory <laughs> smell and remembering that it was always around. I know what you mean though. I have things know, like that. It's like. Yeah, you, you smell know. that smell, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it's Rolos. Not the smell, but the taste of Rolos. Really? I don't know what happened. But the, I, if Somebody I smell like them. shove a whole pack in your mouth one day? And well, no. I, it was a bad situation where I had some, and then I was ill. So it just it was a, you know, it's not the Rolos' fault. No, no, no. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, it's like my wife with Bailey's. Oh, Liqueur. the best. Yeah, apparently she got really, really sick one time. Yeah. And I can see that. It's, it was done. Mm-hmm. You know. So she never drank Bailey's from a shoe? Okay. No, no, no. All right. <laughs> or at least not before I met her. You want to come to a club where people wee on each other? No. Okay. I'm good. All right. I, I, I you know, I've been drunk enough to wee on myself and that's enough. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> well, anyway, Watchmen didn't hold up the way I wanted it to. It was still worth the watch. Right, and and I still think the way the the fact that it was adapted at all to fit it into into even three hours and be uh, sort of watchable, Somewhat, yeah, is amazing. Um, so props to them for that, but it's still it's not quite didn't quite well. Work and I think you know we talked about this before with other pieces of literature, whether it be comic book, whether it be you know actual novel, it's really hard to get that actual feel mm. and, and all of its in. You know, all of its you know intricate parts, right? In, in in a time span of even sometimes three hours. And the thing I noticed too, like when I when I've read the book before the movie comes out, like with the Potters, for example, right? Parts of the book that were very very important to me, the movie sometimes will just go blew over. Yeah, we'll we'll forget Completely, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either cut out or just vaguely. I mentioned. remember there was a. Uh, this is we're getting nerdy. We're earning our nerds. All right, all right. Uh, on the uh, um, the the commentary track of the Lord of the Rings, okay, I think it's the 
third it must be Return of the King where they get the big elephants, the Oliphants. Is that, yes, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Return of the King? On the commentary track, um, Samwise, what's his name? Uh, oh God, I'm losing my nerd card. What is it? Is this going to be Mikey a, from? Yeah, but what is his freaking name? Why do I not know it? Oh my God! <laughs> Come on, he's also in Stranger Things, and he's yes. also, I mean, he's in so many things. Anyway, you, have to you know who I'm talking to. No, yeah. it's going to come out when I... <laughs> I'll just think of it in five minutes. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Anyway, he... Sean Astin. Sean Astin, thank you. His dad, okay, his dad is John Astin, right? Yeah, who, right, right, right. Uh, Gomez Adams? Yes. Isn't that right? Okay. Yes. So anyway, he mentioned a thing where a person who had read the books wrote him a letter and said, I, 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 I know you're doing these movies and I really... The part that's very important to me is the part when they see the Oliphants and Sam is amazed and it was just for whatever reason that part affected that person really hard. Right. And then he's like, wait, where did he film that? Did I did I, did I try? Like, oh no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, did we... Whatever. So it's like, I understand that. Right. The little little things that, for whatever reason, affect people differently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, because, you know, the thing is, is when you're reading a novel, novel more so than a graphic novel, because a graphic novel kind of already puts those somewhat pictures in your head. It's a bigger piece of the puzzle, yeah. Um, When you're reading that, you know, a a good read, your imagination takes over when you're reading. And (laughs) I almost, and it sounds kind of silly. You know the movie Jumanji when they're reading the note and it shows the cutscene to a movie. Yeah, that's kind of the whole concept of you reading a novel. Right. You know that that whole scene just even though you're reading it, it's playing out in your head with their dialogue. Their you know, and you imagine what their voices are. Sure. You imagine what they look like, what their actual feeling when it's not you know completely written down. It's right. the assumption, assumed feeling. You know. So, and I mean, I think that's a lot of times it's really hard for hardcore fans of a book or, you know, a series to not nitpick. Sure. At times. Where's that thing I loved? Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, everyone has a different, you know, visual of what they were, you know, three people can read the same book and have completely different opinions on what part stuck out the most absolutely or even you know talk about the same you know chapter scene of a uh, of a book and it'd be completely different to all three so i mean that's i think that's the most difficult part of of bringing novel into adaptation is a hard thing yeah that's that is true and i and i truly believe i know you know i may get roasted for this a little bit um you know people say well it's the artistic vision of the person I understand that of a of a filmmaker, but you need, especially on a large franchise that has a long history, whether it be in book, whether it be a long movie. Is this going to be about episode eight? No, I wasn't. You made <laughs> it about. Feel you like made it about that's episode exactly eight. Exactly where we're going. No, I'm just saying that they need to take in consideration how you know a little bit i'm not saying you know you take every but you have to take a little bit of consideration of a fan base Mm -hmm. when it comes to doing an adaptation no matter what it is quit thinking about ryan johnson i'm not you are did you did you see knives out yet i have not you're gonna like ryan johnson i am gonna watch it you're gonna like the movie i just haven't had you know we've been watching the horror stuff well that's okay i've been watching a few other series stuff well okay have you watched the new netflix unsolved mysteries yet I have not. I plan on it. We've seen the first two episodes. Uh-huh. 
I love it. And, it's, and I heard it's really good. It's good. It's and shot it's, beautifully. It's a little creepier than it, the original kind of. Well, it's strange. I heard it's, it's it's super well made. There's no uh, host, and so there's really? no voiceover going on the night of the twenty third. Well, I thought. By the he, way, I'm Robert. Kinda, yeah, I mean, he, he was kind of creepy in itself. Susan but, walked down the street for right, the last time. Right. It's not like that. It's uh, you just see the person who is affected and they, they tell you their story. It's more of a kind of a dateline. But, but it's like, um, it's so well directed. It must be because the story is so told to you perfectly and, right. and it unfolds in such a way that it is cinematic. Yeah. And we're, it, we're planning on watching. You're going to really watch it, Well, you know? like even the very first episode, it's like they present you all these things. And I, you know, there's a lot of these, uh, true crime shows, right? I don't really get into those, like and like the serial killer shows and stuff. It's not really my thing. It right. never really has been. But uh, this one, I think you you got me in the door because <laughs> it's unsolved mysteries. Well, somebody said like episode three of it is really. I haven't seen that. Kind of drags you into it. I've so. seen it the first two. Right. So. so tonight will be episode three. But I two thumbs up, and there's a little nod to stack at the beginning. It's, yeah. Uh, oh, it's good. And That's the music good. is perfect. And every so often in the score, it'll slip back into the. The unsolved mystery stuff is so perfect. I, I love it. Good. And the good. first mis- the first episode, I was like, "Come on!" Like, <laughs> I have opinions, but I won't right. talk about it right now because I don't yeah. want to spoil it for anybody yeah. too. But I was on the fence about it. But they got me in the door with it being unsolved mysteries, and they do it. They do it justice so far. I would like the show to continue for as long. I w- and I want to see like it gets you. It gets you that old feeling of like remember when you would watch like America's Most Wanted, and they're right, like right, that right, guy's right, still right. out there. But then like in a year they'd get an update. Like we caught the dude. Like yeah, I want to see some updates. And that would be. I mean, that would be neat. I and would have, love like, to see you some know at justice. the end of the you know in a, in a couple months. Yes, there's a um, update show. I would love that. That would be incredible. I want to see some justice served. Damn it! <laughs> uh, I would like to know what you think once you get to. Yeah, that. we're. I mean, we're planning on watching it. Yeah. You know, we watch Dateline all the time, yeah. and we listen to the old podcasts of the f- previous cases. And oh, stuff. sure. I mean, that's. Uh, well, this isn't related to that, but in the, at the end of the last episode, you you said, "Hey, I finished the game Control." Yes, and there was no time for that. So no. I would like to talk about that, unless you have more to talk about. No, I mean stuff. we we have more to talk about, but I'm I'm more will, I'm yeah. willing to talk. About I want to talk about Control. Okay, I need to know how you felt about it. I really really like the game. Yeah, I I really you know um I think, and this is just a technical thing. I think the audio was perfect. Oh yeah, especially when you get the. The, the the conversations from beyond kind of thing. I play a lot of it with headphones, which made I, a big difference. I did too. And I mean, even, and, and there were, I started not playing it with the headphones at the beginning, mm-hmm. but then when you got the messages, not from the former director, but from the... Not Max Payne? No. Okay. <laughs> um, but um, from the, the uh, astral plane. Yes. I really had Come to, on. you know... I had because and the good thing is is I like the fact that those audios you can go back and listen to. Yes. So, you know, there's after, so much lore. After the first scene, I had to you know the first couple of scenes like that, I had to go with the headphones and go back and listen and then continue playing. The beginning of that game, as you're just walking into the building, I was getting nervous. Like, what am I going to get lost? Like, what? Yeah. I don't remember the the building I'm walking in. Like, am I going to have to walk around this all the time and like. I, it just felt so massive, and I was like, I, I don't know if I could play that. Like, I, I mean, was, there really it was times that it that it was, you know, I'm like, oh my god, did I? Is this the way that I go? You know, I yes. mean, I mean, th- 
it's not so much a maze, but I mean, it it's really, a maze. I and there say, is a literal yeah, maze at I mean, one point. Yeah, there is, and that is probably one of the coolest. That part was amazing. That was probably one of the coolest fight areas that, you know. That was awesome. The, the, what, what they call it, the ashtray, ashtray maze. Ashtray it's essentially maze. like everything you've learned until now, get ready to either kick ass or die. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like one continuous long run fight. Well, and it has that awesome soundtrack, soundtrack going on yes. at the same time, and it's like perfectly lined up with what you're doing. I'd love for the fact that that's be, the soundtrack is how you get through it. Yes, I mean that's the, yeah. You know, you get to that point that you get the headphones and the staring, isn't that amazing? You, you yes, know, and it's and I noticed that it works a lot of of the score hmm. plays into you know things that shift. Yes. And, and things that you can tell is starting to to approach and th- you know it's kind of I think he did overall a great job on on kind of a combination I of I love how unique it is too. Visual and, and, aspects, the sound, yeah. you know, and even even like um kind of the way camera angles on the on gameplay itself. Sure. Cuz I mean there's times that you know, yes, you can adjust your vision, but it's like when you go into a situation, it automatically converts the that camera angle. Yeah, you know, to you know, you go wide shot, you kind of narrow in. Sure, you kind of you know, different perspective from below to the top. Yeah, vice versa. You know, I saw some complaints online about there really? not being enough variety in the weapons, but I think it's like just the right amount because I wasn't good with any of them to begin with, uh-huh. and so it took me the whole game to like get good and like pick one I was very good with. Right. Uh, Say that was it called Pierce? Pierce, Pierce yeah. was the one I loved. It was like a single shot. It was like basically a sniper rifle, right? But I would use it at close range. It was like a charged shot. Yeah, it was awesome. Now I used grip quite a bit. Yeah. on just your average. Well, guys. because that's like the basic one, and it's right. great. Well, and I did find out I used Pierce depending on what my three were: Pierce, charge, and uh, grip. Yeah. Charge was like the rocket launcher. Right, which I used a little. So I, mainly to get some achievements because I platinum that. I got every trophy. I almost did. Yeah. I didn't do... I, the only thing I didn't really get too far into was the jukebox. Oh, right. You don't have to do for the plat. No. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, okay. Well, then I should... I Maybe I did. I didn't Because realize. that was stuff they added later. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but that was... <laughs> those were hard as... Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> And I had a hard time finding all the mold to stuff, and yeah. I had to look up. Well, and to get the plat, you have to unlock uh, these different. You have to go to these secret locations in the game, right? And yeah, I had to use a guide because yeah. there's no way I could just find them. No, no. And I mean, the the way the thing is set up, there's no way. I mean, yeah. unless it's just stupid happen circumstance. Yeah, but I I think this is the best sort of Metroid game yeah. <laughs> since Metroid. I mean, oh, yeah. it's so good and sort of Castlevania like too, right? explore the area get a new item go to another area go back to the area well and then you know you you've got the the things that you can use to one you when you collect the powers yeah you know Which is from, so satisfying. From the powers of item you know item you items know, of power item yeah i can't objects talk. of power uh, objects of power that's it um you know and you can upgrade each one of those yeah. and then you can upgrade what you like bonuses, your for perks. Your, yeah, you can you can roll for random perks. Yeah, or you just pick them up. Right, and then same way with your weapons. And then there's only certain ones with work with certain weapons. Yeah, and then you can modify it and adapt and increase. You know your weapons. Like mm-hmm. I said, my the Pierce charge and grip. I had completely upgraded all three add-ons. Yeah. 
and then you know was able to do the personal three add-ons. But when was the last time you played a game where you're like, I really don't know what's going to be next? Because it's been a while. Yeah, I mean, it this really did that has for been me. a while. I mean, you did. You just had no idea. You're like, wait, I'm gonna have to fight a refrigerator. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta chase a duck around. Yeah. That was What's that was on? interesting. Yeah, the duck chase was really interesting. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the? You know, and it's and not you like, like, like you a had a bunch of enemies come get you or anything. Right? It's, it's just, weirdly quiet. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> you have to try to figure out where it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool. So uh, yeah, if you haven't tried that game, that game for Absolutely. me was it was game of the year for last year for me. Yeah, uh, I would play it again. I, I would rank it right up there. We, we, you know, yeah. we had talked about it in games of the year. You know, um, I hadn't played it yet, so right. I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, would you still put Death Stranding above it? Ooh. It's okay if you would. That's your opinion. Ooh. I, I almost can't compare it. They're so different. You're right. They're so. I mean, I mean, you can do like a one A one B. Okay. I mean, Fair because they're because so different. They are so far different from yeah. from each other. Not even so. Close. I mean, I, I like I said, I. I almost couldn't answer that question just because of the fact that they yep. are so different. I understand. I mean, but, you know, we've got a lot of word of games coming out. Speaking so, of, yeah. Speaking of. PS5 and Xbox Series X right around the corner. Right, right. Waiting on that price and release date. I think 500 is going to be I'm uh, thinking that's, that's about, realistic for you know, at least one of the models. Right. I was going to say, and probably do it was, it'll be like... Fifty, a hundred dollars more for the, yeah. the upgraded model, which we all kind of expected it to be mm-hmm. around there. I'm going for that disc drive. Got to have a disc drive. Oh yeah, personally. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. I, I will definitely have the disc drive. Um, for and, the very simple thing of like we just talked about, you played Control. I let you borrow that game. Right. It was my copy that I loaned out. Like, yeah. you can't do that on digital. No, no, and that's that's that, just one of many things, but. I, I have being able to do that is very important to me. Right, exactly. You know, and I just it's not that I don't trust digital. I know what you mean. But but things have happened that games have well, been completely very simply, if I want to play my game and say I've got an internet problem that night. Right. And I keep getting booted off just because my connection sucks. Right. I'm mad. Oh yeah. That's absolutely no. no, we come from a generation where you put a cartridge into a machine and it runs, hey, or you have to blow on it a couple <laughs> times and then it runs. You beat me to it. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I I don't want to have to rely on the oh no internet. no absolutely not. So I I would rather have I and I'm definitely going to go from the disk drive. Yeah, same. on that on that. You know, I may have to do just a whole big ass bundle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I you know, and I you've seen the concept for the Xbox, and yeah. you've seen the concept for the PlayStation. I mean, I'm a PlayStation. I I mean, admittedly, I am a PlayStation honk over Xbox, right? But design alone, being a person that you know artistic, sure, those lines that that. You know, oh yeah. So I mean, visually of the, of the system itself. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to I, I, put it away somewhere. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I like the look of the Xbox much more. It just looks functional. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's I, I'm, it, it's just a kind of a rectangle that holds the guts. That's the important thing. Well, see, no, I mean, I'm I'm more for the PlayStation. Oh, really? I like that visual. Oh, no, I, I, like I prefer the scenes. Xbox, which is crazy to well, me. Well, the Xbox just looks like a Borg box. That's why I like it. It's so uh, simple. You know, it doesn't need anything else. But it's not even... It's a box to hold the guts. Mean, yeah. 
I, I don't know. I, I like the... And I think the PlayStation 5 looks like a... Like if I were 14, that's what I would design, you know? It's a little it's a little extreme. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm okay with that. Look, I'm not going to not buy it because no. it looks a little weird to me. Yeah. No, I don't... I honestly don't think... And the only thing is, is I don't know... They never showed it on its side... Oh, I've seen it. They've, they've shown, shown it, it upright. No, okay. they've shown it I haven't outside. seen a picture of it on it. Actually, side. it needs it, laying down is the normal way. Uh, yeah. It, to stand it up, it needs a stand, apparently. No, that, that I knew. I so, mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, I don't know. I like the streamline. I saw it, and I was like, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, game-wise, come on, had a ton yeah. of games coming out. You can't, I mean, you can't come close to Sony on the exclusives no, as and, far as Xbox goes. I, I'm definitely going to have to. When it comes out, I, I, I gotta get Squadron. I'm gonna have to get a VR yeah. headset. Now I've pre-ordered that for the PS4. Yeah, and it's VR compatible from day one. Right. So I'm very excited about that. Well, and they said there's several games that will come out for PS4 before the launch of the system. Yeah. That you will be able to upgrade to right. five. Right. Which is so, awesome. So which yeah, and that's one of them. So mm-hmm. I'm very very happy about that. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. So, we had a big release, Games, The Last of Us. Speaking of games, two. yeah, Last of Us, Part 2. Neither one of us has played it yet. I have not played it yet. <laughs> it's got great reviews. Uh, there was that leak that made everyone upset for some reason. Like, oh, I read the synopsis of the plot, and I think that it's trash. But you haven't played the game. Right, exactly. The- My only worry is, is I'm going to a game that I want more of the infected than factions right because and i told you this you know with and, and i have not i'm you know i'm on the preface and i have not played it yeah. and this is just from what's you know i've already played days gone right so is i it don't gonna want, be just like days gone is it gonna be just like days gone or is it i don't think so this is more of a character study you know than, right. than days gone but apparently the world is the biggest world they've done in the last of well obviously there's only been two but apparently <laughs> the world is huge and it's all about the exploration and the, the finding stuff and well but the thing is is i've heard and i've talked to somebody that has yeah. one of our co-workers and she said the the story is pretty linear yes that's true i mean but the areas so, themselves are like open areas right i mean and you get mods and stuff you, you yeah. can find stuff to, to mod stuff and See, and that's that's the one thing I liked about Days Gone, yeah. that it wasn't necessarily a linear story. Absolutely. That's I why mean, it worked. You have a main story that goes through, but you have all this other stuff, you know, like Red Dead Redemption, those, sure. you know, Elder Scrolls, you've got all these side, you've got a main line through, but mm-hmm. you've got all these side stories that add to it. And from what I've heard, it doesn't really have that. Yeah. But it is. I I know that it's more focused, you know. So right. for me, that's not necessarily a bad thing because I get lost in an open world game. To be honest, you see, I'm I'm one of those that you know, like I said, Death Stranding was one of my favorite. Right. You know that it, you can't get much more open world than that. Right. Now it depends on the game. Like, I mean, yeah. Like I love GTA Five. I'll play it anytime. Right. But like, um, for example, when the Batman series went from much more linear to open, it lost me. Yeah. I loved Arkham Asylum. Loved Arkham Asylum. Well, I'm going to be honest. The last couple of Batman games that were open world and just the concept didn't work. As soon as it went Arkham City, I totally just was like, I'm talking to three different characters right now and I got six different missions to do and I don't know where I'm supposed to be and like, what was this and what was that? I just get lost and turn it off. Right. 
So yeah, I think they they, and that's the one thing. Like Red Dead and a couple of the other ones, you don't necessarily have six things going on at once. Yes, Red Dead's a little bit more chill. Yeah, and I mean, and and that's what I like. It seems like with Red Dead, it's more like if you want to do side stuff, you go find it. Yeah. But in these other ones, it's like here's this, here's that, here's this, here's that, yeah. just constantly in your face. And that's what I think. I I think when that open world game, that's the failure of when they said, oh well, you know this, 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 and this. You know, it's yeah. all bombarding you. But no, I think you know a true open world game is one that you go find that, mm-hmm. and then you can pick up the main story later. Right. You know, and it's not necessarily, okay, well, I got to go to this side story, then I got to go to this side story, yep. then I got to go. No, it's, that's not really a, a true open world right. concept. But I understand, to too, like if you're a developer, the pace is something to be worried about. Right. And if you have this giant open space and, it, you know, if you leave too much room, people might consider that boring. Right. So it's and, like, and where's this stupid yeah. fine line? It's, it's, a, it's a big mess. It, it's a tough line to, you know, yeah. then to stay in the middle on that line. Yes. Compared to go one way or the other. Yes. But, so, and that was my, my biggest concern. It had nothing to do with story or whatever. Right, right, right. It was with, with The Last of Us. It was that, you know, kind of stoic, linear story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, Control had a linear story. Mm-hmm. But... Plenty of side stuff you could do if you wanted to. Side stuff you could do, and it wasn't necessarily just to get upgrades, side stuff. Yeah, and I wouldn't call that an open world. And I wouldn't even call that an open, yeah, like you said, I wouldn't even call that, or even a really expanded world. <laughs> it's an open world like you Metroid don't leave is. a I mean, building. Yeah, you're literally in one building, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, yeah, so Last of Us 2, we will get there when we get there. I'm sure I'll play it eventually. I have it, I just haven't, right. uh, haven't uh, punched the code in yet. Yeah. So I just yeah I'm in and I'm on the one level from the end in Doom Eternal. Uh-huh. I keep turning it on and seeing that I have no health, no ammo, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I've like kind of forgotten the controls. So it's like yeah. you know, boy, this game keeps punching me in the face. So I'm I'm almost there though. We're almost okay. there. I will finish it. But yeah, I, were, were there any of the like the PlayStation game uh, previews? Oh, from you? the announcement. Yeah, the number one for me was um, what was it called? Uh. I can't remember what it was called. It's from Arcane Studios, and uh, you're, it, it you're had this, almost that Borderlands style, sort of, to, kind of, yeah. And it, uh, boy, I can't remember what it was called. Deathloop. Yes, Deathloop. Deathloop. That was the one that, for whatever reason, caught me the most. I like Arcane Studios. I right. like the way their games play. It looks essentially like uh, Groundhog Day stylized version of Dishonored. Yeah, that's what I, Dishonored is one of my favorite games of all time. I love the the, the play style. Yeah, I love the. And that's another example of like open area, but yeah. and with a nonlinear, it's a linear story, but with a nonlinear uh, way to get there. Right. You know what I mean? You can go through the vents, or you can just fight the guys, or you can climb up if you look around, or you can talk to this other character and then do something else, and then he does the thing for you. Like there's so many different yeah. ways to finish the mission. Yeah. And then on top of that, the powers are the same. You can mm. turn into a rat. You can warp around. You can. I mean, there's so many things you can do. Right. Right. So, uh, and that's if, what, that's, if Deathloop has any of that stuff or or some percentage of that, that's what I'm interested in. Well, and then from what I've I've read of it, you know, after the the, the release video, depending on where you die in the game, yeah. changes. You can still get to the finish line, but it changes the way you get to the finish line. Right. That's cool. So those guys are geniuses, over yeah, there. and and that was probably one of my top ones. That one, and then of course Resident Evil Eight, yes, Village, and that's the Village is yeah. 
And I, you know, um, they've released a few uh, kind of notes on it. Did you see the developer video? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So they showed some legit gameplay, some which legit is beautiful. Gameplay. Uh, they said it's about sixty percent done. Yeah. So, which is kind of fascinating because of the fact that there's a lot of detail. It's beautiful. And there's and they're talking that it's um, twenty twenty one game. Yeah. So we won't see it this year, but um, I know next month we're we're supposed to get more information on it. Yeah. So um, look forward to that. My only concern. Is that Resident Evil seems to go in cycles as far as quality goes. Right. Seven is like a reset. Seven yeah. is amazing. I, I love it. But there's this thing Resident Evil does where, I don't know any other way to put it, but it, they, they kind of go a little bit ridiculous. Uh-huh. And um, even the good ones have things that kind of make me roll my eyes, you know? Yeah. Like it goes a little too far into the anime feel or whatever it well, is. Well, and I think with this, um, they said that in eight is going to kind of explain what is canon and what's not in the oh, Resident good. Evil universe. Yes, okay. So, from 7. Yeah. So, what's actually canon in 7 and what's not. Right. Um, I know they said that um, supply conservation is going to be very, very, very imperative. It's a survival horror game. Um, that's good. You know, it's good. More than, more than before. Oh, so, cool. I mean, that's... You know that that little kind of beta nervous, thing thanks. that you know that <sighs> they came out with, where you have to get certain, you know, and you have to have your ammo. As long as it's not timed. Yeah, no. If no, it's no, timed, no, it's not, I'm not on board. No. Now, apparently, there's going to be uh, puzzles involved. Well, of course, that involve exploration. Great. So, um, with it coming out for the five, it sounds like it's coming out five exclusively. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, who knows? But for well, sure, it's well, from be what I've said, better on the phone. What I've seen, it sounds like, and you know, I can't say for sure. Capcom notoriously wants your money from every direction, so right. They but, they may do both, but they're talking about no loading time. That's awesome. You know, uh, you know, basically almost no loading time. Yeah. So that sounds like Generation Five for, and then yes. the Xbox Act. You know. Um. Let's see. It's going to be first person is back. Yeah. Do you prefer that or third? Honestly, depending on the situation, I like to switch back and forth. Okay. That would be a nice thing then depending on... I like the first person, but there are sometimes, especially when it involves like puzzle things. Sure. I almost like to take the a little bit further step back to be able to... See more. Get the, see, yeah. So, but apparently it's going to be first person with some tweaks, they said. They haven't really explained that. So maybe it is a, you know, for a puzzle thing I can back off or... Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. You know, so I don't know with that one. Well, and I think it's pretty likely that that game will support VR. The first seven uh, did. The full game was VR from the get-go. Right. And I think they haven't really talked about VR in the PlayStation 5 yet. Yeah, no, and I think I there's some uh, some things we don't know yet. That they well, and like us. I said, you know, there's supposed to be a lot more information coming out next month. Yeah. So we'll we'll get a little bit of perspective, mm-hmm. a little better perspective then. So, but I mean, that's you know, it's still in in the tweak and finish stage right now. So. Yeah. Well, I I had some amazing times with Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. Resident Evil Seven was glorious for me. So, I've I'm I'm ready to love Resident Evil Eight if it can capture the same. The same thing. And if the game trailer is anything like the actual game itself, 
Is that a werewolf in there, by the way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a werewolf. That would be awesome if they had werewolves. <laughs> Zombies, werewolves, why well, not? Well, I mean, it takes place in Europe. Oh, yeah. You're going to so get some the whole, I mean, you're going to have, who knows, you may even have some vampire, mm-hmm. you know, Romanian. Uh, I think people would freak out if that happened. I don't think people would like it. Resident Evil's about zombies. That's what they would say. Well, who knows? I mean, maybe you'll have, you know, just one big bad guy is, you know, the vampire on the hill that's, you know, doing resurrection experiments. and Salem's Lot? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Now, we did get kind of a teaser that we don't know exactly, but on a... And I don't have the notes in front of me exactly what it was on. Uh, Mr. Giancarlo Esposito mm-hmm. of The Mandalorian yep. made the anou- teaser announcement that he is working on a huge game. Yes. So does this mean we're getting a Mandalorian game? Maybe. Let's hope. I mean, there's a small percentage well, of a chance. Well, this was on, on a Star Wars chat. Yeah. That he made yeah. that in a teaser. Yeah. So that'd be sweet. And I hope it's not something like Lego or whatever. I want it to be like. I, I don't think it would be. Why would they? I, I why just, would they have him if it was Lego? But yeah, I would love that. Come on. Kind of a a Red Dead Redemption type of, with the Mandalorian. Right. Right. That would you be know, amazing. Going around on a swoop bike instead of a horse. Yeah. Drop you him know. on some planet or multiple planets. Go uh, go do the Star Wars Jedi thing where you can go to multiple planets. Right. Having kind of a, a bold concept. Sign of, me up. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> so fingers crossed. Yeah. Nothing Nothing uh, really other than a tease right now on that. It seems so. they'd be crazy not to make a Mando game though, right? As popular as it is, and I mean as much steam as it's getting, even off of a first season that, you know, at this point... You know, we're only a few months away from season two. Don't even talk about it. And they've already <laughs> announced season three. Yeah. You know. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's like the only thing to look forward to anymore this year. I, I well, know, other than well, new consoles. I, yeah. I mean, as far as, like, movies, there's Tenet, and then there's Halloween, and then there's Mando season two. Is there anything else? Black Widow. Is that still this year? Yeah, that's still this they year. they pushed it to next year. No, they haven't pushed it next year. Now, they keep... Hinting that it's going to get pushed, but god damn it. <laughs> New Mutants better effing come out oh, this year. Oh, no. That's never coming out. Oh, my that god. That movie's canceled. If that's, just put it on Hulu. Just put it on Hulu. Nope. Or just put it on something else. They're going to dump it. And they're not going to dump it at they're this gonna point. They're going to dump it. They've got too much money on advertising it's already crazy. at this point. Oh, my God. I just... I'm... Uh, and I know I'm insane for even considering... I'm just hoping that it it is somehow good. <laughs> somehow good, and, and to my expectations of what the little scenes that we've seen. Yeah, because I I do feel like the general consensus is nobody wants that movie. See, I, th- I, I, I mean, that's what I see online. I I would like it to be good, and I would like it to be. But but the thing successful. is, you you know, a lot of those people that are yelling, "Well, we don't want this movie," they're just the mainstream X Men guys. Sure. You know, or just the the Marvel movie Hawks. I'm just telling you what I read. I know, I know. You know, and they're like, whoa, that's a horror movie. That's not Marvel. Well, you don't know Marvel. But there's plenty of horror. I Marvel. mean, there's tons of horror. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're going to get a series that could potentially turn into a semi-horror series. Two of them, actually. Yeah. You know? You know, the, the Moon Knight. Yeah. Which, you know, they haven't. 
is in pre-production right now. And then um, do we know who's playing Moon Knight yet? No, they still they haven't announced anything of that yet. Mm-hmm. So and then um, why am I drawing a blank? Ghost Rider, Punisher. Yeah, the uh, um, what are the, what are they called? Blaine. What's their team called? That's what I know. The uh, Midnight Sun. Midnight Suns. No, is it? What is it called? What are they called? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sean Aston. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's been a long two months off. Yeah. Um, anyway, that team. I know what yeah, you mean. Yeah. You know what I mean. You know, it's Blaine and when Blade and, fights and, Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Speaking of that, was I not prophetic about which thing? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so they did announce. We should have talked about this from the get. I know. I know. They just announced that Marvel's going to run Alien and Predator. Yes. And did you see that the like the introduction concept art thing? No, of the Predator holding Iron Man's helmet. No, but come on, like <laughs> we basically called it on the three episodes ago. No, not even that far ago. Two episodes. No, it was yeah, it was three three episodes, episodes ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Talking about call the shot. Yeah, you really called Just it. Call me the babe. You called it. Yeah, <laughs> I already did call you that. I know. Shh. <laughs> All right. Well, but yeah, that's. I mean. It'll be interesting to see where they go. Mm-hmm. So, and if they have my story come about, I want royalties. You want royalties, or at least my name. <laughs> this guy on the internet thought of it first. Yeah. Uh, now you had a feature that you wanted to do. Yeah, just something small. Okay. Something we, you know, we've kind of, as much as we are with movies and and games and everything else. What are some of your favorite? non-main characters sure so i i've been re-watching a ton of stuff and kind of that just kind of popped in my head because a lot of times you know yeah the main characters are what you're there for yeah but those guys that kind of steal the show that are off to the side yeah i mean you know one came to mind that i just watched rogue one again yeah so did i yesterday donnie yen yeah it was on TV yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, uh, Chirrut Emwe. Yeah, I think you know, he. I think he stole the whole whole movie. He's great. I don't know. Home. I think maybe K two S O stole the whole movie. Uh, for me, I mean, maybe it's a tie. Maybe it's a tie. I mean, but, but I also really like Krennic, he, although he's a main character. Right. He he's kind of the the main antagonist. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, what are some of? Well, you asked me this. A minute before we started recording. I know, I know. So I had to come up with some on the fly. Okay. The first one that I thought of right away was from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And it's the, uh, what's his name? The uh, Cliff? Br- the Brad Pitt character. Yeah, is it Cliff? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's one of mine on there. He was I, awesome. I just watched that movie again last night. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it made me, you know. He was it, awesome. Although, it, I mean, you could almost call him the main character, but he's not really the main he, character. No, he's not really the main character. You think he killed his wife with a harpoon gun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> although i don't know i i pretty much i loved the scene um almost at the end where the three come into the oh man the movie so that movie this is a total spoiler but if you haven't seen it by now come on oh yeah i mean that movie I, I was watching it like where's the violence like i thought this is a tarantino movie and not that i like oh i crave violence but i was expecting it you know it's a right. tarantino movie and there just wasn't a lot no. uh hardly any well, the part where he beat the hell out of the guy that counted his tire. Right. 
Which I love that scene. And he kind of beat up Bruce Lee a little bit. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I was, But I was like, where's the shocking, you know, violence? And, and then there it was. Oh, boy. Yeah. It turned into a Jason Voorhees situation at the end. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, he was he was awesome. Yeah. So he was on my list for sure. Yeah, he, he was one of. He's one just of, like the best friend. He's the cool guy. He's doing stuff for right. him. Right. He doesn't need a lot. He's just happy to be hanging out. Right. And just, you know, wouldn't expect him, but a complete badass. I would. He he threw, uh, you know, Bruce Lee. Well, yeah, that's I mean. pretty sweet. But you got to think, that's all movie stuff, right? Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, that but was. No, the time that, you know, he just walks down basically was like the middle of Manson's, you know, which they didn't come out really to say it, but right. you know, Manson's enclave and right. you know, guy slashes tire and he just basically mm-hmm. tells the guy to fix his damn tire and he's smart smart off to him and just beats the hell yeah. out of him and still makes him fix the tire. <laughs> <laughs> well that was the first one I thought of. Yeah. Um the second one I thought of was uh because he recently left us, Danny Hicks from Evil Dead Two. Um He's such a fun side character. Yeah. And I always, when I think about Evil Dead 2, I just want to go, Bobby Joe! (laughs) And then, like, I reference all the time some of his dumb lines. He was always an important character to me. So, like, uh, oh, that screaming made me. Uh, (laughs) There's the the scene when he's, like, looking out the window and he's like, that path we come, you know? It's like the woods just swallowed it up. <laughs> I don't think it quite is like that. Right but, now. but in my mind, it's that crazy. Yeah. It was a good reference. Swallowed yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> if he didn't say it that way, and he should have. Yes. So Danny Hicks <laughs> yeah. from Evil Dead Two. Another one that I thought of. I mean, you know, we we knew we were going to have crossover. So yeah. Cliff was Cliff you know, Brad Pitt. right away. Mads Mikkelsen and anything he's been in. Anything ever. It, you know, anything that's the mainstream. Okay. You know, then he really hasn't been, you know, I mean, even in games, his character in Death Stranding. Oh, yeah. Was so just eerie. Oh, yeah. You're not kidding. He's singing songs and. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, he does, does it count? Does he, uh, does uh, Casino Royale count? Yes. I mean, I guess because he's not the main. No, villain. he's not the main. Not really. Te- I mean, he is, but he's not. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, so. you learn in future films, and he's definitely yeah. not. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, but James is the main character. Yes. You know, even you know when I when I say main, you know, non main character, you know, even if it's the bad guy, that's not who technically the movie is about. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, you'll allow it. Yeah, King Arthur. Oh yeah. You know, I, some of the best line. You know, even the guys are throwing knives when they're drunk, and then he just. Sits up drinking a beer still, you know, or ale, throws a knife and it hits the middle of the handle. And the line is, well, how do you do that? He's like, I aim from the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's yeah. real good. I, I do like him in pretty much I mean, anything. You know, Three Musketeers, mm-hmm. you know, in the, one of the adaptations, he was Rochefort. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't remember that. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I mean, just... You know, Doctor Strange, obviously. Oh, yeah. You know, he's... He's the villain. He's the villain. And then um, another guy that I was thinking of was in... And I I don't want to butcher his name, and I'll let you butcher it. 
He was in Doctor Strange. He was in um, Serenity. Uh, trying to think who crossed Alan Tudyk. In which no, because <laughs> I'm like he wasn't Doc- uh, Doctor Strange. Um, his first name starts with an R. Iwaja. He was in uh, what was that? That Twelve Years a Slave or or whatever. I think I'm blanking on this one. Who does he play in, in Serenity? He's the the main bad guy that's chasing. Oh, the hunt the hunter yeah, guy. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. I don't know the actor's name. I think it's like he's and, very good and, though. You know, I apologize. It's the like, scenes with the it's scenes like with yeah, or something. The scenes I, I with him remember. and Nathan Fillion are amazing. Oh, I know, especially in that fight scene at the yes. end. You know, well, the two fight scenes: the one where he beats the crap out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other one where he mostly beats the crap out of him, except for at the end. Yeah, he's very good. You know, sounds like you just like villains, Chris. I, you know, hey, they're more intricate characters. Yeah, you know, sometimes. But see, it's 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 not the villain that's just the villain it's the one where it's like you can see a little bit of their perspective yeah but it's gone so far off the tracks right <laughs> so less blofeld more more lachif yes okay yes fair enough so and who doesn't love a good villain well that's I mean, true ask any actor their favorite most of their favorite characters have ever played are villains yes so yes well my third guy on my list is one I thought maybe there would be some crossover because this is the ultimate side character who's the ultimate badass, and it's Boba Fett. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. No, it's, you know, the the whole five-line... That is a side <laughs> side character. That is, he is, yes, he is a side character, definitely. But, you know, I mean, how much can you give him a side character when a blind Han Solo hits his jetpack and he falls into a Starlink pit? He didn't train too well in the Rising <laughs> Phoenix or whatever <laughs> no, it's called. No, he did not. Well, I mean, talking about like Star Wars side characters, um, I don't remember his name, but the Ugnaught in Mandalorian. Yeah. Quill. You know, Quill. That's it. Quill. Quill. You know, how much of a, a great bring the side blurgs. character was he? You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, there are such just low, so many just great side characters. Mando just makes him. Mando just is a factory for those awesome side oh, characters. Oh, aren't they though? I mean, that's... You know, yeah, uh, the child and, and uh, Din Djarin are like the main focus, yeah. but IG it's 11. all about, yeah, they, I mean, it's all made, about the side, side guys. They made a great character out of a dumb robot. Well, I mean, even Grief Karga. Oh, you know? he said you were coming, by the way. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, even Grief Karga is, you know, you see, think is, you know, this... Made the baby do the hand thing. Yeah, you know that. (laughs) Yeah, he has multiple layers. Right. I would watch a show about him. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But now, have you got a chance to watch the behind the scenes I still didn't. Nope, I still didn't. Man, you need to watch I will. I got lots of things to watch, okay? I know, I know. Calm down. I do too, so. Chill out. You know, you would think us being, you know, home most of the time watching TV, you know, we can get most of this covered. I had to watch Hellraiser 2 again, okay? (laughs) <laughs> so that came first. Gotcha. That took three and months. I, and I watched. Well, also we rewatched Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Um, I, I love that movie. The dialogue. Yeah. And it's just so well written. Right. I just scene after scene. I'm like, damn, that's a good line. Like this, that movie is great. Well, and, you know, and I think that's what why people have such a fond 
of the Nolan Batman. Yeah, they're it's all not great. Necessarily, it's not necessarily, you know, the throat cancer version of Christian Bale <laughs> <laughs> Batman. It's the lines and the and the scene setups and the yeah. you know the weight that it has. And, and that's the thing. Bane is crazy and I love him. Oh yeah. Oh I know. And but the thing is is you know a lot of people well rain and I'm going to bring this back to Rain Johnson. You know, oh it's this and this, you know with with him with the story. Well that's true, but I think no one does it better. What if uh what if Christopher Nolan did episode 8? Think it'd be a better movie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Even if they, I, I think because he does a better job, and that's one of my things. Since there was no real setup on things, you know, stuff was just randomly thrown in. You know, I think it was instead of taking the path that went straight to something or had its connecting points, you start down a path. Oh, squirrel! Let's go over <laughs> here. You know, I think eight was seriously the dug of <laughs> calm down <laughs> oh squirrel but but uh yes but uh anyway dark knight rises yeah even sora seven and she sat through the whole thing i'm surprised because that mean, movie is kind of slow you it go does have a 40 few prob- minutes without yeah. batman i was saying it does have a few problems for in, sure in a couple of things but you know there's a lot of movies that do have one or two issues you're like eh you know, could have, could have done without, or could have expanded on this. I mean, she kind of thought Bane was a comedy character. I think she, his voice was a little weird. And yeah. She was like, "What?" She the scene when he's like, uh, they come out of the sewer and into the stadium, and he's like, oh, "Such a pretty, pretty voice." The kids yeah. singing, and she's like crying <laughs> on the floor. She's like, "That's so funny." Okay, but when you take it in the context of what happens next, it's sinister. It is very sinister. Boy, it's sinister. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what I said. You know, there are villains that aren't necessarily that just <laughs> yeah but that whole thing where he's coming up you don't know at the time when you first see it what exactly is going to happen you know and he makes that statement and then you know the whole interior of the stadium yeah you know he's got so many good lines too i mean does. everyone gets their time it's such a good movie i really and like i know it. people really like you know, make fun of the whole respirator voice thing. That I like he it. Does. I'm it's okay unique. with it. It took me a while to get used to. Yeah. The first time I watched the movie, I wasn't sure, but now, like every line, I'm like, yeah, I forgot that line's awesome. Yeah. Oh, this, this, and that. Well, and going back to our conversation a minute ago, side characters, mm-hmm. just about any Alfred that's been in, right? Any right. any form of thing, and also is in- probably the most. You know, should be the most celebrated. They're always side awesome. Character. Yeah. yeah. Well, also in Dark Knight Rises, you get um, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Who is in also in Rogue One? Right. He's right. a great little side villain. Yes. He's he's great. He's so fun to watch, and then Bane just kind of grabs him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It doesn't take much. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I, I, and it's like I said, it's like forty minutes or so till Batman actually even shows up. Right. And when he shows up, like. The lights are going out, and like they get the movie gives him his little like introduction. Like yeah. the cops, the the cop tells the rookie cop, he's like, "Oh, you're in for a night tonight." Like, "Oh, here we go." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Well, and that's and I think you know maybe that's something we need to to do at a later time is talk about character intros in movies. Sure, you know even ones that are established characters. Yeah. Because, I mean, even as many faults as Batman versus Superman has, mm-hmm. 
Bam, that Don't intro. worry, Zack Snyder's going to fix it all. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, you know, as many times as Batman has made an entrance, yeah. I mean, that kind of set the scene for that whole entrance of Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that the girls are in that, you know, that they were, you know, in the human trafficking thing. They're like, no, no, he's still up there. Yeah. 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 They're scared of him. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and I mean, that's, that's the one thing I think they did. He did right. The Batman stuff was the best part of the movie. In my I thought opinion. so too. To a degree. The best part of the movie. Until the fight. Well, right. But the, the just solo Batman stuff, in my opinion, was the most fun so stuff too. to watch. And actually, I thought the interaction between Diana and Bruce yeah. was some of the best it's stuff fun. on there, too. Yeah. You know, It feels pretty close to the comic. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, you know, there's a lot of lot of things to be critical about. There's plenty of good stuff in the on, movie, too, though. On, and I know there's a ton of Zack Snyder fans. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. I don't think Justice League and, and you know, I said we we're going to talk about It's not 100% this. his fault. It's not 100%. But I also don't blame Joss yeah. for everything either. Sure. Because... There's no one person to blame here. There's it's no one person thing. to blame. Uh, because look how bad, in my opinion, that fight between Batman and Superman was in Batman versus Superman. Right. You had one job, and you had it laid before you. Right. You've said this before on the show. (laughs) But it really grinds our gears. But, I mean, it is one of the best monologues of a Batman story of all time, and you completely F it up with the stupid Martha shit. that's the writing for you. And and that, who wrote it? Mm -hmm. You know? Who did write it? Is it Goyer? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... You know, as a director, you can go, no, no. Yeah. I would have fought to change it. I would have fought fought to change that because it it completely diminished that dialogue. The whole thing. That monologue. The whole thing. The whole, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, talking to that, though, so Ben Affleck has signed a contract to come back as Batman, which is the weirdest thing. Yeah, especially since he had so much, you know, it was so public and that, and that it was so public that he was just done and it was just destroying his life and he couldn't handle it anymore and this and that and now all of a sudden it's fine and uh, he's Batman again. So what do you think then? Yeah, and, and I mean, okay, we're gonna get the Snyder cut. Yes. Which okay, if you have to film eighty million dollars worth of extra footage, there was never a real Snyder cut. Well, yeah. How much more do you? Need? Well, how, how? Well, I want to know how finished it was when he left. This from, and that. From everything that I read, it was only half done. Okay. I mean, everything that's not on a Snyder, you know, pro Snyder site. Yeah. Everything that's either. What a weird just, thing. I, I, this whole thing is weird. And I mean, you know, I understand, you know, and I think a big thing of this. Is the launch of HBO Max that they're trying yes, they're to draw They're throwing money this, at it left and right. They're throwing money at it left and right because they want a ton of people to sign up mm-hmm. because a ton of people have signed up to Disney Plus. Yeah. You know, and I mean, they, they're thinking that this is, you know, this is their way to push it that you have that faction of Snyderites. Can you think of any other situations that are similar to this where they redo the movie? I can only think of one uh, The Exorcist movie. The Exorcist, the beginning. Yeah. 
they filmed that movie essentially twice with two different directors and slightly different scripts, I guess. And then the end result is pretty much the same movie, and they both kind of suck. Right. But, yeah, like, I, why? I, I don't know. Are there any other examples you can think of where they just filmed filmed I, it over? Seriously, no. I mean, the only thing I can think of is how bad the Nightbreed cut the was. The different cuts, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, I guess that's in a similar department. Uh, but that stuff that movie was already, very much changed by the That stuff cuts. was already filmed. Yeah. That wasn't like that's you true. go and spend $80 million or, you know, back in that day, $15 million. Yeah. To re-add extra scenes. Right. This is you're spending $80 million to completely redo, you know. I mean, that's... And I want to know how much footage that, is going to get like used. That's like four Bloomhouse movies. Yeah, how, how much is going to get used from the original movie, too? Like, exactly. I don't know. I guess the whole oddity nature of it makes me want to watch it. Is that I, what they're counting I, on? I, I mean, that's what they're counting on. I mean... I don't know. Like I said, it's just it's a really odd thing for me. And I know, you know, there's there is tons of the whole campaign release the Snyder cut, blah yeah. blah 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 blah. I but, thought it was just a joke, you know, a funny thing online. It's never gonna happen. Right. Well, and and I hope for those people's sake I hope it comes out and they love it and it, it's good. It's good. I want it to be good. But if it comes out and it's, you know, the Nightbreed extended cut, <laughs> I'm going to laugh my ass off. Yeah, we'll see. Because these people that, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, look at some of the DC movies that have come out. How bad they are. Yeah, sometimes. Really how bad they are. I still haven't seen Shazam. <laughs> Shazam is is good because it knows what it is. I just had to tell you. I still haven't no, I seen know. it. I, I will. I figured. Um, you know, I'll talk to Zora. It hasn't. Viper <laughs> will talk to Zora and make you watch it. There you go. She will. <laughs> it, she, it just hasn't presented itself. I'm sure it'll come up. I'm and sure it's on there. every streaming you can yeah. get. But I mean, you know, it, it knows its place. Right. And it plays to that place. But like we watched Aquaman and I was like, I'm sorry, but I don't, it's fine. That, and that's what I said. I mean, it's 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 fun. You know, you can see some of the fun I liked stuff it slightly it. more than Wonder Woman, which I didn't love. I don't yeah. know. We've talked about this too. I honestly thought Wonder Woman was better than most of the ones. Yeah. Just because I liked the way the story went. Right. You know, it had its flaws. I mean, don't get me wrong. We talked about this. Yeah, we talked about we, this we agreed too. on that. Yeah, it had it had plenty of flaws, but mm-hmm. I think as a whole, it was it was fairly decent. Sure. And like I said, the the Batman vs Superman and even Man of Steel, I liked a lot of parts of it. I like Man of Steel pretty well all the way through. Uh, yeah, I do. That and, one's and, my favorite of all. The and the ones. whole ending scene that people have a fin over doesn't bother me. It makes sense to me. It may. Yeah, I mean, I buy it within the within the world that they're showing me. Well, and even in the comic book world. Mm-hmm. You know, he has to make a choice between one or the other. Yep. You know, he chooses man. Right. Over it's a symbolic choice just as much as it is a real right. physical world choice. And I choice. think in the comic book, no matter, you know, if that was laid out exactly the same way, he'd probably do the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. So, and I mean, for them to say that Superman hasn't killed, which is not true, the same way as that Batman has never used a gun, that's not true. Right. So. Yep. But and and they don't really know comics if they say that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, I digress. No, I mean, but like I said, there's certain things that I think miss the mark. And then, sure, you know, like I, I think, like especially with this Snyder cut of Justice League, I think the fans have gotten into their own head 
when it comes to what they thought. Their expectations are crazy here. Are, it's insane. And it's like, you know, it's going to be, you know, the next Citizen Kane. Right. You know? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I'm like thinking, okay, I don't know. You know. I don't really don't know what to expect. Yeah. And we're not going to get anything until next year at least. Right. So, and who knows even if we're going to get it with everything being pushed back. Yeah. Continually. Are we even going to get it then? Yeah. So. We'll see. We will see. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Anything else you want to discuss? Um, anything? Any other notes you got? I'm trying, you know, um, Walking Dead comic ending. Yeah. So now they're starting a Negan. I heard about that. The return, like Return of Negan, I think, or Negan Reborn, or something. I don't know. Sure, I heard so, about it. Yeah, I kind of, I haven't really, but I didn't know. I if, haven't followed Walking Dead in a long time. So since it's is like you know before the actual novel, novel parts when it was in just trained. Yeah, that's when I read. That's it. when I was back. You yeah. know, so that's that's issues I have in the old. Yeah. Old, you know, but. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a era gone. Yeah. So does that mean that maybe, you know, we're looking at the end of the TV era The TV show can do whatever it wants. I, but that's I, the thing I'm about it. I'm at this point, and it can, but I'm at this point, I'm kind of over The Walking Dead. Sure. I mean, I was... I didn't even love the first season, to be honest with you. I was kind of felt, I don't know, I didn't. I felt pretty indifferent about it. It got better as it went. But I really think the point that after all of the stuff with the governor mm-hmm. and after the first little bit of Negan, I think it kind of went haywire a little bit. Yeah. I think they were just trying to start throwing stuff at the wall and see what would stick. Sure. After that original Negan storyline. Right. So. Yeah. Never really been my favorite. I read it back in the day, but I'm, it's not really my thing. I, I like the fact that it was a horror kind of show but it was more about the people in that situation than yeah the situation. it's definitely about that i mean and that's that's honestly what the comic book was yeah so it's a lot like professional wrestling in my opinion <laughs> you can do a lot of comparisons for real yeah i mean you're right you're you're really right big personalities uh drama every week right you know you know in a wrestling ring versus you know in a world filled with zombies but it's the same thing right walkers yeah what? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd say zombies. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but you'll have that one person. Yeah. They're not zombies, they're walkers. Yes, well, yeah. So, but, you know, when talking about side characters, you know, we're kind of wrapping things up. Our question to the audience, what are some of your favorite? Yeah. Or even what you think is probably the 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 pinnacle of side character. For sure. And it doesn't matter in games, movies, comics, you yeah. know. Let us know. Let us know. And, Give and us- you can join in on that. We've got a lot of new people on the Facebook, which is awesome. Yes. Um, join us on Twitter, on Facebook. We have those. <laughs> I can tell you where to go for that. Exactly. It's on Twitter at GeekSinks. We're on Facebook under Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. Or you can send us a private email at NerdsGeeksSinks at gmail.com. And we are on Instagram. Also on Instagram. Yep. I always forget about that, but uh, I think probably the Facebook is the most active probably, place to go yeah. right now. Yeah, we've, we've had some good Twitter, Twitter. Uh, yeah, yeah, Twitter as well. But it. probably the Facebook is the most active uh, place to go if you want to interact with other uh, listeners of the show. I think that's where most people are doing it now. Yes. Um, 
So go over there, check that out. I wanted to give a shout out to, uh, he's a friend of mine from Twitter, The Institute 91. He has a new album out. It's called uh, Percipience. And uh, it's really cool. It's like synthwave. It, it sounds like, uh, I don't know, like the Dawn of the Dead soundtrack or something. Right. Uh, it's it's very synth. You know, I'm into synth, but uh, it's such a good record. Uh, he's got some great albums, actually, several albums, and uh, he just put that one out. So it's theinstitute91.bandcamp.com, and you can go check that out. Awesome. So uh, cool guy. Uh, I actually listened to him on another podcast recently, give a really cool interview, although I'm ashamed that he uh, – had never seen uh, the thing, so I hope he fixes that before we continue being friends. It's on hold right now, so it's on standby. It's on standby until, until, until uh, he gets some Kurt Russell. Gotta get some so, Russell. And and I also have a new record. Uh, it's only a month old. It's on my Bandcamp. It's d k r e f f t dot Bandcamp dot com, and you can get that. It's called Volo Sanguis. It's about Dracula. <laughs> so check well, that out. I love the Mosh video that you did of the footage from. Oh yes, from the Rob Stoker's Dracula. Yes, yes. The, it's on YouTube with, if yes. you want to check that out. Uh, but yeah, check that out. It's free. You don't have to pay for it. It's uh, name your price. So you can just put a zero in there and get the record. Just listen to it. You know, do that as a birthday gift to me. Just listen to it for free. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Or when to throw a couple. Bucks. You don't. No, no, no. Please, you don't have to buy it. Just listen to it. No. That's all. Uh, that's all the things I need to plug. Yeah, I really don't have anything right now. Um, anything coming up that we... Oh, well, there's one more thing. Uh, one of our previous guests, Tressa, who was on two episodes ago, she is going to be doing a comedy festival, and I have that information here, and let me just pull it up real quick here. I should have taken a screenshot. She was a fun guest. I'm a had. bad friend. Uh, you're all right, you're all right. No, yeah, she was a really good guest. We had a good time, and I want to have her back very soon. Um... So, boy, my phone is terrible. <laughs> uh, it is the Madame Oddball Showcase uh, at this uh, festival in Iowa. Oh, no, it's not Iowa. Ohio. Just uh, go to <laughs> – boy, I'm good at this, right? Wow. I'm a good host. Yeah. Go to um, limalandcomedy.wixsite.com slash funny, and you can, see, you can see that all on there. Um, Boy, I really butchered that this whole plug. But this it's a uh, it's in Ohio, and it's on um, Saturday the eighteenth. We think so. Check that out for for information. Um, she was great, and we hope people go to that. And also, our our last guest, yes, Mel. Go to her blog, Mel. Yes, or Geek Life. Yeah, go and check her out. Her stories and stuff. it's more than a blog. It's yes. a it's a website. It's a it's more of a movement. I consider it to be a, you know, just a thing. And hopefully she'll be back on the airwaves with us. She was such a good guest as well. We had a great time. Yeah. That that episode broke some uh, records for us. We appreciate everyone listening to yes. that. And we are getting close to 2,000 listens. Mm-hmm. When we hit that mark, we're going to have a giveaway. So Yeah, we're going to do a giveaway for yeah. some, some landmark listen numbers. Yeah. There you go. All right, everyone. That's it for me, unless you've got anything else. No, I'm good. We're All right. Shut her down. Shut her down. Time to to close the lab until next time. That's right. right. Turn off your Bunsen burners and take off your protective eyewear. And shut off the gamma ray generator. Yes. Oh, crap. I left it on. Oh, no. I'm the Hulk. (laughs) And who said radiation doesn't cure things? I don't know. Who said that? I don't know. (laughs) I gotta go. (laughs) 
You guys have a good one. Yeah, bye. Bye.